Friday, March 29th. This is episode number nine. Hi, and thank you for joining me for another episode of The Gerard Files. My name is Ray. Hope you're doing well today. It is Friday, and what's not to like about Friday? TGIF. And for many of us, it is a holiday weekend, so time to relax, reflect, and perhaps get involved in your favorite activities, whatever it is that you do. Hope the weather cooperates this weekend wherever you are, and I wish you a very good one. First things first, as always, I do a Friday Tech Notes. Whether I do a podcast during the week or not, on Friday, I have to do a Friday Tech Notes because that's part of what I do. So first things first, The Gerard Files is now available on iTunes and on Stitcher.com. So not only are we doing this podcast while on the go, while out and about, you can also listen in while out and about on your iOS device, on your Android device, your tablet, your laptop. Uh, just subscribe on, subscribe on iTunes or on Stitcher.com. And I'd like to also thank those of you that have already subscribed on iTunes. We appreciate it. If you listened to the last podcast... Perhaps on this one, you're hearing a difference in my audio recording quality. Well, there is a difference, and this is because I'm using a new microphone. As I mentioned in the last podcast, I was looking for a mic, and I had certain requirements. And uh, some of those requirements were that it had to be portable, convenience, and it had to be suited to my needs. Some decent audio quality. I'm not looking for the best audio quality. I know I'm not going to get the absolute best if this is a mobile podcast, but at least I wanted something decent. Well, I did find a good mic, and I'm going to talk to you about it a little bit. I'm using it right now. It's connected to the iPad. It is the Audio-Technica ATR 2100. So let me tell you about it a little bit. This podcast made possible by Boss Jock Studio for iOS. Hit up BossJockStudio.com for more info. So the ATR Technica, well, Audio Technica, ATR 2100 is a USB and XLR microphone, which gives me the option of either hooking it up directly to a USB input or the XLR input of a mixer. But for the purposes of the Gerard Files podcast, the USB input is all I need. And uh, that's why I have it hooked up directly now to the iPad via USB. But you're probably wondering, I know, you're thinking, wait, the iPad does not have a USB input. That is correct. That is correct. And that was my poor imitation of uh, Ed McMahon from the old Late Night with Johnny Carson show. I'm kind of dating myself now, I don't know. When uh, Ed McMahon was Johnny Carson's sidekick on The Tonight Show, back, uh, way back. And whenever they were having a conversation, 
Ed would always agree with uh, Johnny, and that was his go-to line. He would say, you are correct, sir. And I kind of never forgot that. So that's what that's all about. Anyway, so getting back to the connection of my microphone to the iPad, what I'm using is a Apple USB connector. Now, perhaps you may know that Apple makes a kit that allows you to connect your USB camera or SD card to your iPad while you're out and about. I mean, it's a great product. So let's say you're, you have the kit and you're out with your camera, you take some pictures and you want to upload them quickly to your iPad. The kit allows you to do it either by connecting your camera via USB or by uh, putting in your SD card to the connector. And in addition to that, we found out that this USB connector also allows you to hook up a USB mic. And that's how I was able to hook up my USB mic to the iPad. I will put a picture in the show notes to show you exactly what my setup looks like. But one thing to keep in mind before running out and buying the, uh, the kit is that not all mics will work. So some mics require a USB power hub uh, in line before you hook it up to the iPad. And the reason for that is some mics require a lot more power to run. Uh, mics such as the Blue Yeti requires a lot of power, so you, you definitely need to use a uh, USB power hub. And I'd also like to point you to a, a review that I read recently that was done in February, in fact. It's over at recordinghacks.com. And in this review, several microphones were compared to the ATR2100. And I'm talking about mics that were a lot more expensive. And the ATR2100 held its own quite remarkably. That you have is something you have to, to hear. Uh, so I'll definitely put a link in the show notes so you can check it out. In fact, the article uh, recommended the ATR2100 as the best entry-level podcasting mic on the market. And that is a good thing. You definitely want to check it out if you're interested in a, You know, basically, if you're a musician, broadcaster, singer, podcaster, and you're looking for a good mic, definitely take a look at the ATR2100 Audio-Technica. That's what I'm using right now, and you're kind of getting an idea of the kind of sound quality you'll get out of it. So do check it out. One thing I wanted to bring to your attention is that all songs played on this program are either uh, something that I created in GarageBand or are creative 
Commons licensed. Uh, in other words, uh, this uh, Creative Commons license is for non-commercial use, and uh, as long as attribution, what is a re attribution requirement uh, to link back to the artist and rightful copyright owner. And it's something you might want to take a look at as well if you're looking for music that is not in the mainstream. Uh, the Creative Commons copyright license, actually, what's good about it is that it forges a balance uh, inside the traditional all rights reserved setting that copyright law creates. So essentially, this gives individual creators and artists a simple, standardized way to grant copyright permissions to their creative work. And every license actually helps the creators to retain their rightful copyright while allowing others to copy, distribute, and make some use of their work, and in most cases, non-commercially. And as I said before, usually the requirement is that a link back to the artist's page and, a, um, and to the, the actual Creative Commons license is required. I will, uh, in the show notes, I will put some links as well. And the two sites you want to primarily take a look at is freemusicarchive.org and ccmixter.org. Those two sites have, uh, have ton of music that are licensed Creative Commons. And again, by artists that are, that are not well-known or not in the mainstream, but are doing good stuff. And while you're there, they'll also explain in more in depth about Creative Commons, so you can get an understanding of what is actually involved. So what's been happening in tech? The past couple of uh, days, last week, I think one thing that uh, that stuck to my mind is Apple's acquisition of uh, indoor GPS company Wi-Fi Slam. That was an interesting acquisition, and one that I think uh, we should take a closer look at. It seems that Apple is digging a little deeper to compete with Google and the uh, mapping space. As you know, Google already offers indoor mapping in certain locations like airports, shopping centers, uh, sports venues, etc. And I think it's still a slightly uncharted territory, without question. And the ability, it gives brands the ability to deliver contextual and highly targeted marketing to local retailers. And Wi-Fi Slam essentially is a GPS for indoors. It's able to triangulate the location of consumers, track their every move, and it's just and capture tremendous amount of data. Pretty amazing stuff. Imagine your smartphone having the ability to pinpoint its location or the location of your friends in real time up to 2.5 meter accuracy using only ambient Wi-Fi signals that are already present inside buildings. We are building the next generation of location-based mobile apps. 
That's the way it looks like to me. An app that can tell what floor or what level you're on while inside of a building. This is good stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of other startups that will probably start jumping on the bandwagon and uh, it'll be interesting to see how things develop. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen. We try to keep the show within 15 minutes or under 15, 15 to 20, somewhere thereabouts, depending on what we're talking about. The show notes, yes, the show notes can be found at raygalibson.com. So that's vega.libson.com. That's where the show notes reside. And I'm also at Ray on Twitter if you want to interact there. As well as RaymondGerard.com. The plan with the podcast is to create what I like to call a mini podcast or micro podcast. We tend to live in an age of instant messaging. Micro blogging, Twitter, 140 characters or less. And that's what I try to do, to bring some value to the conversation, to engage my listeners, my readers, and keep it brief. Brevity is key. And I think uh, if we can engage each other and keep it brief and get to the point, that's valuable. Twitter did it. And everybody else seems to be moving in that direction. And that's what the Gerard Files is all about. We thank you for listening. We're back. And we'll catch you on the next one. Had a little glitch there for a minute. But you understand. Have a good one. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. This show made possible by Boss Truck Studio for iOS. Hit up BossTruckStudio.com for more info.